Hello, everybody. This is Rick, and welcome to Portroid Cast, episode number three. Uh, today, we'll be continuing my series of interviews that I did uh, at the Stars Denver Film Festival. Uh, this one I did uh, last uh, last Saturday, which was November twenty first, and I was able to interview um, Matthew Bissonette and his brother Joel Bissonette from the movie Passenger Side. Uh, at the time of the interview, I hadn't seen the movie, but I uh, saw it the day after, and I really loved it. And I think it'll be getting a release next year, and uh, I hope you remember this at the time and go see the movie because it was really excellent. Uh, anyway, let me just get right into that interview now. All right, I'm here, uh, sitting here with uh, Joel and Matt Bissonnette. That That's correct, yes. 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 Yeah, double S, double N, double T. That's it. Excellent. All right. It's just like Mississippi. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the first question was for you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, in your current film, Passenger Side, which is screened today at the Stars Denver Film Festival, uh, you work with Adam Scott and your brother Joel, mm. um, both of whom you've directed previously. Mm. Now, did you write these roles in Passenger uh, Passenger Side with them in mind? Uh, pretty much. I wrote this. Actually, I wrote I wrote the script a long time ago, in two thousand and four or so, and through the haphazards of film financing, we were going to do it. And then we did, and I did another movie in between that, and in that film, I uh, cast Adam, and that's how I got to know him. That's this movie called uh, Who Loves the Sun that was here, I believe, in 2006 or 2007. And so we got along very well and became friends, and I knew I wanted him to play in, in, in Patricide. So I did a kind of a, a pass on the script to, uh, you know, uh, acclimatize it to his particular way of speaking and whatnot. And uh, but that was sort of the big change. So you know, say it was written for Joel and then written for Adam a little bit after the fact. But um, but yeah. And then uh, the question you probably get all the time about, about being brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make it easier or harder to work together? You as a director, you as the actor, uh, Joel's the actor, and Matt's the director. Um, how how does that work? It's. I mean, I think it's it's easier. I mean, the, anytime you are working with a director that you have a relationship with, like a, you know, a, a, the better you know your director, sort of on a personal, not necessarily personal level, but just sort of just how they work. Uh, the easier it is, the, the quicker you can sort of get your point across, and they can get their point across to you, and it just saves time, and there's a level of comfortability that you know that you're hitting the nails that need to be hit. You know. Um, and so, obviously, when you're working with your with your brother, um, you got a lot of history. So it's pretty easy to, you know, he, he sort of mock and direct you monosyllab. How would you say that? Small words. Yes. You mean little you words. Mean little <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he. Yes. Those are the ones, no, he, no. the ones he understands. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and do you keep uh, the relationship professional, or or is it just because you're your brothers and you know each other so well? It's just you know, um, you're your own shorthand. I mean, it's it's very professional, but then within the context of like when we're doing a smaller film, it's not as sort of hierarchical or as as crisp as things are on you know big movies. You know, sure. we're usually working with friends, anyways, so you don't really have that need for that kind of thing. But everyone uh, is very good at their jobs, and they do it because we're working in sort of under very you know uh, in sort of kind of onerous uh, time constraints. So that requires people to um, pretty much be. Uh, on their marks all the time. All right. So, yeah. And uh, that, that leads to my next question about your film, which was short on a very uh, shot on a very short schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it was like two weeks that you guys did. Fourteen did, days. Fourteen, 14 days. days. Yeah. 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 And um, it was all within the interior of a car. 
or yeah. most of it. Most right? of it. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. film yet, as mm-hmm. I mentioned to you earlier. Uh, I'm going to see it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to, to watch it, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, and, and I guess you also had uh, you didn't have film permits to, to shoot outside in certain locations or in a couple uh, locations. The last, yeah. I mean, usually we permit just because okay. it's too much trouble to sure. to lose your location. Yeah. But we were shooting by the LA River, which is basically controlled by the Corps of Army Engineers. Uh, who are, I guess, fine, fine guys, but it's very expensive to shoot in their, their area, so we decided not to tell them about it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they found out. They about found it. out. Yeah. And so, and, and, and this sort of uh, an LAPD uh, guy showed up. And, but he was quite gracious. He gave us like 15 minutes to finish up, and luckily we were shooting on video, which allows you to move rather quickly, so we just kind of turned around and, and banged it out, as they say. Excellent. Uh, and then I had a question for you, Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you attended theater school in Montreal. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you've ago. been acting in film and television for about 18 years, right? Yeah, I guess something like that. <laughs> so have you always <laughs> wanted like to be an actor, you know, from, from a young age? Um, yeah, I, can't, I can barely remember. Yeah, I mean, I certainly I remember at a really young age putting on a bunch of goofy plays with friends and in my backyard, but we also sort of put out a newspaper and did all these other sort of really nerdy things as children. Uh, and then, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'd have to say, yeah, but it really, you, you can kind of look back and then kind of go, it was just sort of happenstance because I just sort of d- decided to go to theater school at a particular age and then decided to, that I'd, you know, go to Toronto and, you know, I don't know, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm a free spirit. Excellent. <laughs> and, and Matt, you, you're a writer and director and you've mm-hmm. written and directed uh, three movies. Mm-hmm. And um, but you've also written a book, yes, a, a novel. Yes. And how is your style different for for approaching uh, novel writing versus going into a, a screenplay? Oh, um, well, I mean, they're, they're such different endeavors because the novel is a final object, right? Yeah. There's not there's no mediation after that between you and the audience or whatever, except for perhaps like the cover or something like that. So uh, it's 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 a much longer kind of. Um, uh, uh, slog or process because there's so much more to it in screenplays you know it's like a skeleton and then you put everything else on it so in novels I think take you, you write them for sort of a, a long period of time or a screenplay you know, generally speaking is like these short bursts you know, it's like two weeks four times and then it's sort of done it doesn't really require that kind of effort it's, it's a different kind of thinking yeah and, and because you've written and directed all three of your, your own movies mm-hmm. um, do you have in mind to ever direct someone else's writing or uh, to write something for another director or mm-hmm. do you just like going from inception to completion all within your own uh, frame again? Um, sometime. I mean, yes. Yeah. So, so far the way we've done it, that's been fine. Uh, that, um, a friend of mine is actually a, a real good novelist in Canada and does more thriller type stuff. Is working on a screenplay for me now because it's not like my thing to do that. But he's quite good at it. We thought it would be fun to do something so, uh, you know... Anything that's sort of new and interesting, I'm kind of you know drawn to. So, and I would you know write something for someone else if you know they had money sure. <laughs> <laughs> to give you in return. to give me in return yeah. if they were part of the barter economy. Yeah, and and Joel, your your career as as I mentioned, you've been in television for both cable and network, mm-hmm. uh, big and small budget films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done uh, theater. Do you approach any of those jobs or all those jobs with different mindset? Uh, you know, I'm going into uh, a big picture versus an independent, uh, or is it just acting? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, maybe before you start, you have a sort of different idea of it. You know, when you when you work on a, a, a larger film, it's just it's such a huge piece of machinery. 
you know, they're so, they're almost two completely different things, sort of to walk onto the Fox lot, you know, in a 60 or $80 million movie. There's just so, there's just so many people, you know, that it's, you, you know that you're never going to get to know everybody. And there, I mean, even the actors, there's so many actors. So you really kind of, at first, tend to feel like you're a small part of a very large machine. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, a camera gets turned on and it's pointed in your direction. So you, you're, you're just essentially doing the same thing. Excellent. And then I guess, um, I guess my my classic final question is, what's what's next for you guys? Um, well, I, I always <laughs> tell these guys that I want to do a sequel, like yeah. right away to this movie. <laughs> Uh, but it's like set 50 years in the future yeah. in, uh, in New Delhi in <laughs> India so uh, you know it's called the final score so we'll see uh, we'll see if that one gets going Excellent. and then uh, but what I really am doing uh, next summer a tree planting movie which is sort of a where kids go up way north in Canada and plant trees and there's like marijuana and then a Sasquatch so that's uh, <laughs> look forward to seeing yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. certainly yeah. what I'm doing next is waiting to see that movie in a, in a movie theater, I'm dying to see it. Uh, I'm going back. I'm going back to LA to audition. Yeah, you know, right back in. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And then, uh, thank you very much. I'll take uh, the Polaroids of each of you and sure. then sure, man. <laughs> sign those for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for this time. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt and Joel Bissonnette for taking the time to sit down with me during the Stars Denver Film Festival. Uh, as you heard at the end of the interview, I, I of course, took a Polaroid, a portrait of, of both of them. have that posted up on my website, uh, portroids.com, uh, which I assume you, you know about if you're listening to this podcast. Anyway, um, if you get a chance, and when you get a chance, please uh, check out their film, Passenger Side. It was, uh, it was really great. It was... Uh, character-driven, uh, very dialogue-heavy uh, piece about uh, two brothers um, uh, essentially on a road trip through Los Angeles. And uh, it's, it's a, very, a very good story, very intriguing, and uh, I think, I think uh, pretty much anyone would enjoy it. Um, and that's it for now. Uh, I was going to put on my interview that I did with uh, Adam Scott on this same podcast, but I'm going to save that for next time. So keep listening and uh and uh stay tuned you'll hear that one uh, next week probably and um until then this is rick saying in this economy i find it best to blame everything on the economy talk to you later bye